Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. So here's the deal. As a life coach, what I actually do is boil down to helping people create order in their life, internally and externally. Internal order is this order in your mind by helping organize all ideas, dreams, goals, struggles, all the things. External order is the daily rhythms, routines, and habits that structure your life. Why do I focus so heavily on creating order? Well, there's two reasons. So the first reason is that order creates freedom, abundance, and purpose. That sounds pretty good, right? The second reason, well, it's biblical. In Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, starts off by God creating everything in an ordered way. Although life can feel chaotic, God is not chaotic. He is orderly and intentional. Let's think about it. He created everything in seven days. And yes, I do say seven and not six, because God created rest too, which is what he did on the seventh day. It wasn't an afterthought. It's part of the entire creation process. Another cool thing to point out is that the author of Genesis writes, each day God said, And then he did what he said. He followed through with his intentions. We can miss this very important part about order. We have to do what we say we're going to do. This builds trust with ourselves, others, and most importantly, God. The Bible is the living word and it's relevant even today, which is why I'm going to break down the seven days of creation to help you understand how to create more order in your own life based on what God did in those seven days. So let's get started. On day one, it is all about vision. God created light, and since he is light, that means he extended himself by sending out his energy. Scientists today confirm that the universe is still expanding at the speed of light. What does this have to do with order? Well, when there's light, you can see things and you have clear vision. So ultimately, God cast vision on the first day. In order to have order, you must have vision for what it is you want. Clarity gives you a more precise vision of what you're working towards. If there's confusion on the vision, you'll find yourself frustrated, overwhelmed, and burned out, which is the opposite of order, because order creates freedom, abundance, and purpose. So here's a question for you. What vision do you need to clarify in your life? This can feel like a lot, so break down your life into smaller sections like parenting, marriage, job, whichever area in your life you're trying to get order in, cast the vision for what you want. So those ones that I mentioned before would be like a thriving marriage, kids that are respectful and playful, a job that's fulfilling. Be specific and clear on your vision for the the areas. On day two of creation, it is all about structure. God created an expanse by separating the waters and creating heaven. I kind of view this as God organizing the universe and putting things in its place. He structured the universe to operate in a way that makes sense. How often do we live in a way that isn't structured because we don't want to feel restricted, but in the end, it actually restricts us even more (laughs) when there is an order because God created structure in the universe for each element to operate freely and at its best. What structure do you need to implement in your life so you can operate at your best? For me, I have a consistent wake up and bedtime routine. Bookending my day creates structure that helps me get enough sleep so I can operate at my best. 
I can control only so many things in my life, I don't know about you, <laughs> so starting and ending my day on my own terms empowers me. Think about the times in your life where you took care of business. Did this just happen or was there planning and scheduling and structures put into place to make sure it all got taken care of? All right, day three of creation is about boundaries. God separated land from waters and then created vegetation on the land. So here's the thing. Boundaries mark the limits of an area. It differentiates where something begins and ends, such as separating land from water. Boundaries also nourish our soul, just like vegetation was created to nourish man and animals. Personal boundaries are essential for creating order. Jesus himself had personal boundaries. He could have taught more, healed more, been more involved in like people's lives. And although he was God, he was also human and needed to say both yes and no to opportunities. Just because an opportunity presents itself does not mean that you need to say yes. There's good ideas and there's God ideas. These are very different. So here are some questions to ponder. What boundaries do you need to create in your life so you have more order? And who do you need to say no more to? Another question for you. What do you need to say yes to more often? If you're finding that this is a challenging concept, you are not alone. I have struggled with this too, but have found so much freedom in my life as I develop my own personal boundaries and become more clear on the God ideas versus the good ideas. Find me on social media and reach out with any questions about boundaries. And you can also check out Dr. Townsend and Dr. Cloud's book on boundaries too. It, they're awesome. We're now on day four. Okay, so now this is about strategy. God creates the sun, moon, and stars on this day. So this is kind of perplexing to think about since he created light already, right? We cover light and vision in the first day and God is light, so he created sources of light to also put under his rule. This was his strategy to create space for us to realize his magnitude, as well as create ways our human brains can conceptualize. If there wasn't the sun, moon, and stars, we'd be super confused how there was light. So God gifted us with ways our brains could handle. He was intentional with this. This wasn't a mistake, like he forgot to do this the first day. Just like God, who intentionally strategized everything in this order, we are also to have strategies in our own life. To just allow life to happen to us is to miss out on using our full brain. Humans were gifted a brain that can plan and be intentional. We have the opportunity to utilize this skill. Let's steward our gifts well. Strategizing ways to get to our goals will help you get there quicker and without as much drama. And I don't know about you, but that sounds a lot better. Consider what areas of your life you need to create some strategies in. Many create strategies for their businesses, but don't spend very much time on their personal life. So are you wanting to become more patient? Come up with a strategy. Are you wanting to be more fun? Come up with a strategy. Are you wanting to be a better spouse or parent? You probably already know what I'm gonna say. You could say it with me. Come up with a strategy. This is one of my favorite things to do with clients is to strategize areas of their lives they've never taken the time to be intentional and create order in. Okay, let's recap what we've already covered. Day one is all about vision. Day two is creating structure. Day three is focused on boundaries. And we just finished day four, which is all about creating strategies. Day five is when it gets even more exciting. 
This is all about momentum, baby. God was just warming up before. On the fifth day, he creates the living creatures in the waters and in the sky. These were created to keep the vegetation going. They were part of the momentum that contributes to the vision, structure, boundaries, and strategy that God had. All these elements contribute to the magnitude and direction of the end goal. When we create order in our life, it's important to add in substantial elements to keep you inspired and going, which builds momentum. What does this mean in real talk? Well, it's actually a combination of all the elements. Each element of order that I identify are not sequential. They can be utilized to create order at any point in time. So it's intentionally creating structure in your life that continues to inspire you to work towards your vision. We can all start off with incredible vision, but our world is distracting with all the loud opinions and urgency to do all the things all the time. So we must put into place elements to keep us on track, to sustain the order we want. Without vision, we cannot have order, and without momentum, the order will not continue. So let me ask you, what helpful systems, routines, rhythms, or habits do you have in place to help you continue moving forward? Also, take an inventory on your life to identify if there's things holding you back. Here's the hard truth. You're the only one in charge of your momentum. I encourage you to take a step today to create more momentum in your life, whether it's adding something in or taking something out of your life. These are all related to boundaries. If you'd like ideas on how to do this, let me know and reach out and we'll talk about the vision and how to maintain your momentum. Okay, so now we're on day six, which is all about relationships. On this day, God created the living creatures that live on land, including good old Adam and Eve. He created us humans because he wants to have a relationship with us and wants us to have a relationship with each other. We're probably, well, you're probably thinking, what do relationships have to do with having an ordered life? Well, without relationships, order doesn't happen because order requires trust and the foundation of any healthy relationship is trust. So there's three important types of relationships, your relationship with God, others, and yourself. Trust needs to occur in each relationship to have true order. So here are questions to ask yourself about the three types of relationships. For your relationship with others, who in your life do you trust to encourage you to keep up the momentum towards your vision? For your relationship with God, have you brought your vision, structure, boundaries, and strategies to God first, or are you going to him after the fact and asking him for his blessing? Do you trust him enough to bring your vision to him before you start? And for your relationship with yourself, consider the level of trust you must have with yourself to always follow through with your own promises. What would it take for you to trust yourself so completely that you always do what you tell yourself you're gonna do? All right, so we've made it to day seven, which is all about rest. Here is what it says in Genesis two. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating what he had done. Y'all, if God, the most important, productive, efficient, and goal-driven person rested, so can we. None of us are so important that we can't rest. This isn't an option. This is key to creating order. Now the trick is to determine what rest looks like for you specifically, and rest is about energy. We all have things that give us energy 
and things that take our energy. I like to call them energy gainers and drainers, and they need to balance each other out. I'll definitely do another episode on this topic because it's super helpful to dig into. So just to drive this point home a little more, Jesus slept, he ate, took time to pray, and even left his hometown and his family because it was too draining and his value was appreciated elsewhere more. So let's summarize this. Both God and Jesus, who by the way, are the one the same, rested. What does that say for us? It's kind of important but we still don't do it, especially when we're high achievers and just like to do it all and get it all done. I am completely guilty of this myself. Rest looks a lot different since I've had kids and started my own business and all my responsibilities have increased. As your responsibilities increase, so does your need for rest. Another word related to rest is margin. Margin allows you to be more creative and interestingly enough, it allows God to move in new ways. How often I've missed creative solutions because I was nose to the grindstone instead of taking time to rest and recharge. Rest provides opportunity to be re-inspired and to live life from abundance and not lack or scarcity. Rest is defined as a behavior aimed at increasing physical and mental well-being. Rest can actually be broken down into seven categories. So they are physical, mental, social, sensory, creative, spiritual, and emotional. And we are all called to steward this life and these categories well. So here's a challenge though. What does true rest look like? Unfortunately, I can't answer that question for you. Sometimes a good way to answer a hard question is to flip it around though. So in this case, what does fake rest feel and look like for you? What do you regularly do to trick yourself into believing you're resting, but you don't feel recharged after? For me, fake resting is anything I do that includes the word binge. Binge watching shows like Blue Bloods, binge eating food, especially like ice cream or sugar, binge shopping on Amazon, anyone, is that just me? And when I'm binging on something, if I'm honest, I'm actually just numbing myself from my feelings versus allowing myself to truly rest. Numbing out to avoid is different than rest. So I wanna leave you with this. What would it look like to truly allow yourself to rest without guilt? What specific ways can you recharge yourself in those seven categories? And they were physical, mental, social, sensory, creative, spiritual, and emotional. So let's do a recap of how we can learn from the creation story to create more order in your life. Day one is all about vision. What are you working towards? Day two is creating structure. What rhythms and routines could you implement to have more order in your life? Day three is focused on boundaries. What and who do you need to say no to more often? Day four, which is about creating strategies. What areas of your life have no plan? Day five is focused on momentum. What do you need more of in life in order to feel like to build and keep up your momentum? Day six is about relationships. One of the three most important relationships or out of the three most important relationships with God, yourself and others, which one is the healthiest? Which one is the least healthiest? And the last and final day is about rest. What does true rest look like to you? And how often do you give yourself permission to do it? 
Not that you need permission from anyone, but you've officially been given it. So go out and be intentional about rest this week. So this was so much fun for me to dive into the Bible and nerd out on ways to create order in our lives. If you got a lot out of it, I would be honored if you'd rate the show and share it with a friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to meet up with you in the next show and talk more about ways to create order in your life.